Welcome to episode five of the Wine It Up a Notch podcast, a podcast where I look at wine, life, and everything in between. Today was a little bit of a challenge to get going, but here I am. I'm sitting down in my room with my mic in my hand, so to speak, my proverbial mic. I'm actually not using a real mic yet, and I'm really excited to explore a little bit about the trip that we just got back from. So if you've listened to earlier episodes of this podcast, you'll know that in podcast episode four, I talked about the fact that right before the Christmas holidays, so this is the tail end of 2021, I was getting ready to go on my first real overseas family vacation in a really long time. It had been at that point two whole years, given the pandemic, that uh, my family and I had been on a plane and flown overseas. And you know what? We did it. We survived it and had great fun. And I thought today I would talk a little bit more about the trip, where we went and how it went. We actually had the privilege and the opportunity of going to the country of Colombia for our vacation in the tail end of 2021. And the reason that we went to Colombia, actually, I should say, first of all, that we have been to South America three times prior to this. So this was our fourth time visiting South America. But the reason that we went to Colombia, which was a place that had been on our wish list for a really long time, was actually because my dear brother and my new sister-in-law, so his fiance, were getting married. And my sister-in-law is from Colombia. And the couple had intended to get married a couple of years ago, actually, before the pandemic hit. And there was going to be a Toronto here where I'm domiciled and also one in Colombia. But then the pandemic happened and things have happened since then. And fortunately, they had had a legal marriage already, but they still wanted to follow through with a cultural ceremony. And so there was a wedding held in Medellin, Colombia. And so that was the reason that we went. And I have to say, I was totally blown away with what a beautiful country Colombia is. I don't know what you know about Colombia or what you've heard. Uh, Unfortunately, because of its, I'd say, checkered past, there have been lots of stories about it being dangerous and unsafe and, you know, not clean and, and poor infrastructure and all sorts of things, I think, that keep people from considering Colombia as a destination. But I, after having spent two weeks there, would highly, highly recommend that everybody think about going to Colombia as part of your travels. And I hope, you know, fingers crossed, that at some point in the near future, hopefully in 2022, the world will open up even more and it'll become more commonplace for us to be traveling the way we were several years ago. So, you know, perhaps you'd be thinking about what you want to do with your travel plans this year and next year. And that's why I really thought I would talk a little bit about the trip and just what a great time it was, because if I can encourage other people to go, I would certainly want to do that. So just to lay out what we did, we actually flew from Toronto. We had a little stop in Miami and then from Miami straight to Cartagena, actually. Cartagena is a lovely city on the water. It's on the sea on the coastal side of the country. And it's really warm, very vibrant, uh, very colorful, and kind of, a, would say, a resort destination. So we spent about five days there. We had a brilliant time. And then from there, we flew directly to Medellin. That's about a one-hour internal flight. And in Medellin, we were mostly caught up with wedding festivities for the first little while, Uh, We met my sister-in-law's family for the first time, which was lovely. We also went from Medellin on a day trip to a resort, another resort town called Guatape. And there there's this massive 
um, I guess it's a rock for lack of a better way to put it, but there's sort of this huge mountain slash rock in the middle of nowhere, essentially. The administration of, of the town has put stairs in, and so you climb, if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to go back and think about that, but you climb quite high on stairs, and then you can see a beautiful view of the vista from there. It's quite a popular tourist destination, both for Colombians and people visiting from overseas. But then I mentioned, you know, there was the wedding, and then after the wedding, we did a city tour of Medellin, and we also went to um, a mountain city called Hardin, which is in the coffee zone, the not right in the heart of the coffee zone, but in that uh, starting part of it. And so we were able to visit a coffee plantation um, and just see this gorgeous, really picturesque town that is in the middle of the mountains um, and is, I think, you know, deemed to be one of the, the most beautiful towns in the area. Uh, so we got to spend a day there. From there, we then flew to Bogota and uh, we spent three days in Bogota, including Christmas Eve, uh, we flew out on Christmas Day. Bogota is a beautiful, thriving, you know, metropolis. It's modern and pulsating and um, has great restaurants, good museums, and uh, is generally, I found, you know, quite safe. In fact, I'd say about the country itself, it's quite safe, irrespective of what people may have heard or have been told or are thinking. Um, I do think, you know, you have to keep your wits about you and, and be reasonable. Uh, not act like, uh, you know, quote unquote, dumb tourist. Um, but if you're, you know, careful and not going to places you shouldn't be and not sort of flashing wealth indiscriminately, it's it's actually perfectly fine. We went around mostly in Ubers and taxis and um, we were with our children for this entire trip and we never felt any issues or any sort of lack of safety. And we had a wonderful time. So I'm so happy that we were able to get away uh, after so many years. Uh, we are avid travelers and it's been difficult to accept that change in our lifestyle. We did manage to do a few small trips in and around Toronto um, through the pandemic. But like I said, this was our first major trip. And the one that preceded it was actually to Chile. That was two years prior, same time of year. So it was kind of really cool to you know, go back to South America over that over the Christmas holidays and, and spend that time together as a family. And I know my children loved it. My husband and I loved it. And as I said, I would highly recommend it to anybody and everybody else. So flipping over to wine, I thought I would talk a little bit about the wine scene in Colombia as it would go. Of course, I did my research before we went and, you know, checked out what the, the scene is like. And I think it would be fair to say that there's not that much happening from a wine scene perspective in Colombia. There are some great dining options. Every city we went to had fantastic restaurants and all of the restaurants had a wine list that was you know, reasonably well populated with a selection of white wine, red wine, a, a rosé or two, and often a sparkling wine or two. But the breadth of selection wasn't really there necessarily. And the brands and sort of representation on a world scale was limited. So most of the wines that we came across were from South America, either Argentina or Chile, little bit of Italian wine representation, definitely Spanish wines were there in the mix, and a little bit of French wine. But mostly we were talking, you know, South American wines and the bigger brands for sure. So if you're really, you know, an aficionado and you really enjoy less popular wines or more interesting wines, they were slightly harder to come by, I would say. Having said that, every city had multiple bottle shops and I had fun going around and, you know, seeing 
what the uh, the wine shops were like. They they tend to be really nice and classy. Some of the grocery stores even have a section uh, where they're selling wine, which is you know more than I can say for some other parts of the world. But I talked to a few Psalms, and what they shared with me was just that Colombians are still you know learning about wine and starting to get into wine culture. And it's not exactly a mainstay part of the culture yet. Now, a couple of the Psalms mentioned to me that they did see that there was potential for that changing, especially with um, some of the new dining establishments in the bigger cities like Medellin and Bogota, where there are you know outcroppings of tasting menus where uh, food is being paired with wine by a sommelier. We went to several of, of those restaurants. Um, like I said, I still found the wines to be um, you know more... Uh, more of the common, more sort of large-scale winery wines. But having said that, the pairings were done really well, and they were always done by a psalm. So the psalms that I spoke to that were optimistic about the wine scene uh, in Colombia mentioned that they did see the trajectory moving in the right direction, which is really great. So, you know, uh, maybe your experience will be different than mine if you go in a few years. I think the other thing that was really interesting, I just saw in my research, I'd like to understand a little bit more Maybe a future trip will allow me to explore this or maybe just my own research. But there are actually wineries in Colombia. Outside of Bogota, there are a handful of wineries um, that are actually, you know, recognized as, as having reasonably good wine. I couldn't tell you what they are or I didn't get to taste their wines. Like I said, maybe that'll come for a future trip. Um, but I found that really interesting because actually Colombia is a really warm country and sits quite close to the what you'd consider to be the edge of viable winemaking territory. So there's a certain part of the world from a latitude perspective where it's okay, where you know you can grow wine at a commercial scale or grow grapes, sorry, for wine at a commercial scale. And Colombia would be considered to be on the real fringe of that. So very interesting that there is actually viable uh, winemaking happening and who knows where that'll go uh, in the future. So that's a little bit about the wine scene in Colombia and a little bit about Colombia as a country. Again, I would really encourage anybody who's ever thought about it uh, to definitely explore going. I think we only saw a very small fraction of what the country has to offer and I'm excited to maybe go back in the future and see more. And with that, I'll sign off for today, wishing you lots of love, light, and happiness. Cheers! Thank you for listening to the Wine It Up a Notch podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast thus far. Be sure to hit subscribe to be notified of future episodes or leave a review to let me know what you think. Take care.